You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall Podcast, broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall Studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. The building is over 336,000 square feet and is full of over 650 classics for sale and 300 barn finds on display. Check out all the inventory on the website, ClassicAutomall.com. If you have any questions for our host or guest, email us at podcast at ClassicAutomall.com. Now on to the show with our host, the president of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Houghton. Good morning, all. Good mo- or morning, afternoon. I don't even know. <laughs> We're recording on what day is it? What day are we in? Wednesday? Thursday? What, what day is this? It's Wednesday. We're Thank recording you. on a Wednesday. Thank you. I need people to tell me what day it is. <laughs> That's not just have a guy. All he does is walk around behind me and tell me what day it is and what time it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, good to be back. Uh, just had a trip down to Misery. Missouri. <laughs> Sorry. I, I had the emphasis on the wrong syllable there. Uh, down in Missouri where my son got married. Congratulations. Over the weekend. Thank fantastic. you. Fantastic. Uh, to Kendra Renee. And they've been dating for seven years. I wow. Has it been that long? They know so. each other then. Yeah, well, we hope. <laughs> if they don't know each other by now, if they haven't seen the good, the bad, and the ugly by now, then I think it's probably too late to, you know, to do anything. And they're in Hawaii now, so. You know, nice. Yeah, you know, really. Since I've never been, of course, that's my own fault. I lived in Los Angeles. You think I would have gone to Hawaii at least once? Right. You could get still a, a five-hour uh, yeah, still lane ride, but it was cheap, relatively yeah, speaking, right. back then. You know, it wasn't like it was now. Uh, so they had an. They flew from Dallas to um, Honolulu directly, and that's that's a long flight. That's got to be what eight and a half hours mm. or something. So, but anyway, glad to be back. You know, it's always nice to go on vacation, but it's certainly always nice to come home. And uh, we are glad to be back and glad to. Uh, be doing another podcast. Uh, we've got a great guest in today, and uh, we'll be in with him on the segment two. And uh, want to give a shout out again to the Pat Travers Band for Pat Travers Band, our our buddies. They're the always Pat, there for they're us. Always there for us. I can. It gets my blood going, you know. And it does. It you got to have that. You got to have the theme song. You need that. I almost really want to do that at work here at the Classic <laughs> Auto Mall. I want to gather everybody in the morning, play some really heavy hard rock sound something, mm-hmm. and uh, get everybody fired up. But gather in a circle. In a circle. Grab hands. <laughs> Kumbaya. Right. (laughs) I think that'd be good for the team. I think it would be a good motivator. I think they would, you know, they already hate my music anyway because I play the bridge constantly. And the reason I play the bridge is not because it's my favorite channel, but because we have not even talked about cars yet, uh, is because, um, I like the bridge because it's, it's mellow. It's nice. It's not too hard. It's not too soft. It's, you know, just kind of. You can't offend anybody with that. Yeah. I mean, you can't do Ozzy's Boneyard here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can, but I, I'm not certain that it would fly. Right. Because it's serious satellite. And so that Uh means that you have that in your car. No, I I got rid of the satellite. Yeah. You know, my buddy got the satellite package when it first started. Yeah. Lifetime. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he gets it forever. That would have been good. I, mean, I do miss the Elvis channel and uh, the E Street Radio. And yeah, everything, but... it's got some great stuff. And they've got, like, lately I've been listening to uh, Eddie Van Halen's son, Wolfgang, oh. and his mother, Valerie Bertinelli, talking about Eddie Van Halen and some of the cool things he's done. And uh, So anyway, so congratulations to my son, <laughs> yes. uh, who has uh, now got to get a real job and understand <laughs> what it means when the end of the month comes so quickly. And, right. Uh, did, I don't know, did we, I, I can't remember if we did this or not, and I like to say that before I say anything. 
anything. Yeah. It's a good caveat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I may have said this last week. However, um, we're getting into vintage racing as a sponsor. Oh, you did mention yeah. that. Yeah. Amazing. My, uh, my buddy Harry Dinwiddie from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, races in the HSR uh, series. Uh, we'll do Road Atlanta, which we've already done this year, Road mm-hmm. America, and then Chattanooga uh, coming up. And, uh, you know, it's it's a fun thing because it's – most of those car, the, the car guys that are in vintage racing are, you know, they're car collectors as well, too. Yep. And, uh, it really, you know, hits home to, uh, to our crowd and our, our market for who we sell cars and consign cars from. So we think it's going to be a good thing and we're going to try it and see how it works. And if it works good, then good. we'll, uh, we'll continue doing that. But, uh, and we're going to have Harry on the show next week. Nice. So, or next week relative to when a week from, <laughs> a week from today, a week from today. Cause we'll be, this will be airing Saturday, Saturday the 21st, which Something is something where I'm really, you yeah. know, we're, I'm confused easy enough. But. Well, this is, this is a big weekend. This is the Meekum that this should air. During Meekum. During Meekum sale, which is in Indianapolis. Have you watched any of it at all? I haven't had a lot of time. I'm <laughs> doing a lot of editing. <laughs> For you, sir. Well, <laughs> well hurry up. <clears throat> well, Saturday will be the big day. <laughs> hurry I, up. <laughs> Saturday will be the big day uh, for I'll, Meekum Indy. I'll be there. Yeah. After we do the show. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to watch it or record it or whatever, yep. I guess. But uh, it'll be the big day. That's when they're having, you know, they'll have all the high dollar stuff. Almost every car there will probably be, you know, sixty, seventy thousand $70,000 or more. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they've been, you know, the sale goes, it's 3,000 cars in that sale over 10 days. So, and we had a great interview with Dave Majors, uh, the CEO of Meekum a few weeks back. And if you didn't catch that, you can go on any of the podcast outlets and see that and on our social media. You, you can go on social media and go to americaswebradio.com and you pull up our show and listen yeah. to any of the old shows. And you can go to Apple, well, what is it even called? Apple now? Play Apple and Play. Uh, Google or Google Play and, and Spotify is the number one. Everybody, number everybody one. pretty much knows that. You know, it's funny. I, you know, you talk, I talked to friends of mine that I hadn't seen down in Missouri when we were there this past mm-hmm. weekend and they, oh yeah, we listened to your podcast. Wow. And it's like, wow, that's cool. You don't you have a thing better to do. <laughs> and I didn't say that. People like podcasts. Listen, I'm like you. I didn't, I didn't listen to them prior to producing right. them. You know, I just not that person, but my wife listens to them all day, all day long and in the car and everything. Yeah. It's, it's funny how that, that it's become. I'm so prevalent. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it, music is great, and I love listening to music right. in the car. I mean, that's kind of my place to listen to it because nobody tells me to turn it down. Exactly. You know, nobody says that what I can and can't listen yep. to, and so I can listen to this, all that stuff that I grew up listening to that yep. nobody else listens to, and uh, and do it on my own terms. And yeah, you know, I can turn it up loud and blah 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 and right. all that stuff. So, um, but uh, you know. Those podcasts are a way to pass time because mm-hmm. if you're on a road trip and you like, I remember they had books on tape back in the day. Mm-hmm. And you'd, you know, all of a sudden, three hours are gone. You've been listening to this book, so right. Uh, but anyway, um, so new inventory this week. We've gotten a bunch of cars in. We got our '67 Fastback uh, Mustang GT, 390 with a C6 automatic. So is that gra- it's black? Is it a black, no. black. Yeah, with the aftermarket wheels on it. Okay, and uh, it's got the red stripe down on the lower oh, quarter, right, red right. interior, yep. the uh, yellowish fog lights. I guess they're supposed to be. Well, <laughs> or they need one of that those cleaning kits with the baking soda. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, standards are for that year. My, uh, I don't know. Why I'm digressing to this, but my wife's car. Well, I don't know what that was. Uh, my wife's car had bird droppings on it this yep. morning, so I took it over to the detailer here and said, hey, would you mind cleaning it up? And he opened the hood, and he said they were under the hood, too. What? The birds? The bird droppings. The bird droppings were under the uh, hood? Under the hood on the engine compartment. Uh, How does know. that happen? Listen, I'm I'm kind of a bird expert, Yeah, and I, that's a mystery to me because uh, maybe- Are you an aviarian? <laughs> no, I'm a, I was a budding ornithologist back when I was 13. Really? Yeah, that's true. Budding. Um 
I don't know how. I mean, there could be a wren under there live, trying to live under there. I would think so. Yeah. And I'd like to give a shout out to the guy who parked next to us and the aviator, by the way, lot. That's the American Airlines lot at the have at the Philly International Airport, who sideswiped my wife's no. Mercedes. Yes. So thanks a lot, buddy. I appreciate that. Whew, what a weekend. Yeah. So you can't turn it in. You know why? No. Because you'll have a bad Carfax now. So, oh. So, and it's just a scrape. But but they'll say minor damage, and then it'll say, well, the guy, when you come to sell it in a year or two or ten, the guy will say, well, you know, I'll yeah. give you more money, but mm. it's got it's got that bad Carfax. And, you know, so. And the problem is, is that, and, and, and I get it, Carfax is a wonderful thing for a lot of reasons. Listen, it gives you some kind of history of the car maintenance, now maintenance and stuff that it didn't used to be. But if there's something, if a guy, you know, if he rubs your bumper and all of a sudden that becomes part of the history of the car, yep. well, that's not entirely fair, I would think. So that's, that's right, because that's usually one of the first things, at least car guys look for on of the thing. Is, is there any damage yeah. done to the car? Well, we'd you like know. to see a Carfax. Yeah. Yeah. Or a auto check is yep. the other one. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're, and they sometimes can have conflicting reports. Mm-hmm. So just be careful with that. But we get all the time, we, you know, people will call up and they'll be looking at a 2011 Shelby GT500 and they'll want to see a, a Carfax on it, and uh, and they want to see one that was done recently, not a year or two ago, because a lot can happen in a year or two. Like the guy at the Philly airport hit my car, my so it's not so bad. I'm just you know I just wish him a lot of ill will. <laughs> it's not that bad though. <laughs> it's really not that bad. So I don't wish you, I don't wish him too much ill will, just a little bit of ill will. So, but uh, you know, you could have left a note. You know what they say you should do? Get business cards of all your enemies. Yeah, and if you swipe, side swipe or hit somebody's car right on the back of the enemy's business card, sorry to hit your car, give me. A column will take care of this. Well, if I heard that if you're if somebody witnessed you swiping, you just write a note saying people are watching you right now. <laughs> yeah, they think I'm leaving. They my think name. I'm leaving a note. <laughs> Tough luck. Sorry See, about your car. Yeah, sorry about your car. Yeah, you know, with, with cameras nowadays. Yeah, I don't, that's you know, right. What can you get away with? That's I right. I mean, there's cameras everywhere. Exactly right. Especially if you watch those crime shows, they you know they can tap yeah, into. You are, we're on camera right now. <laughs> oh God, I didn't even fix my hair. <laughs> Goodness, Craig. You know, you need to tell me these things. So, <laughs> I know it's on, but I told you that when we did the Boyd Coddington auction back right. in the day. That's right. That's day. right. You carried a microphone uh, into a room. 24 hours a day, I was mic'd up on these things, and I'm yelling at somebody behind closed doors, and I see they're peeking through with the camera, and I've realized that I've got the microphone right here on my hip. So, oh, man. So, you know, there's that. But, uh, all right, back to what we were talking about, which is our new inventory. 67 Nova. Do you see the silver Nova? No. The custom? I'm sorry. Three-year build, painstakingly detailed. Really? Yeah. It is silver with some kind of grayish wheel. Oh, is this one with the engine hanging out of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A this 496 V8. The wheels on that car. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. If you go on our website, look up uh, 67 uh, Chevrolet Nova. And uh, this thing is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's ask, we're asking 149.9 on the car. And mm-hmm. uh, it probably caught, I, you know. 200, 250, right. who knows? You know, people say, well, my car's worth every much as mm-hmm. so-and-so's car, the car that I saw on TV at the auction or whatever. I go, no, it's not. Can I just, can I tell a quick story about values? Yes, because, you can. um, when we post stuff on, on, um, social media, people right. say, how much was it? Or, or, and one time we, we did the backdraft Cobra and people right. were like, oh, I'm not paying that much for that. So I did a little search on what it costs to build one mm-hmm. of those things. Mm-hmm. And that was a good deal. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, go and buy, go, you can buy one or you can go and build one and it, you're going to exactly. pay a lot of money. Well, and, and people will also do the same value trip on you, uh, when you buy a car at auction and it's seen on television. Like they mm-hmm. see, oh, I saw you only paid 52,000 for that car and now you're asking 62. Well, that's not right. That's You've right. only paid. I'm like, wait a minute. 
pal. I raised my hand. I made the commitment. I took the risk that the car may not be everything that it, that we're saying it is. I d- certainly didn't get to see underneath pictures mm-hmm. and you know every little bit of detail. I've insured it. I've shipped it. I've done all these things. So if you wanted it and you wanted to pay that fifty two thousand, <laughs> then you should have gone to the auction and bought it yourself. It's so, all that. Yep. I mean, there is more to it than just raising your hand and buying a car. You got to travel there. You got to you got hotel rooms. You, you take got, the so, risk. So if you see a car at an auction and then you see it advertised on a dealer's website, understand that a they had extra expenses and b they're in it for a profit. I mean, this is not we're not exactly doing this for fun. I mean, we are doing it for fun, it's but, fun and <laughs> business. But I got to eat, and you know, weddings aren't free anymore. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, so but anyway, this '67 Nova is just over the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it uh, you know it's a silver paint job, which is kind of nondescript, if you will. You know, it's not fancy with flames and orange this and all that. I mean, it's just really, you know, amazing car, but a big old motor and big dual quad sticking up, and it's a, you know, just a car that, uh, I mean, a 496 in and of itself, I don't remember what the horsepower was on I'm it, sure it's it was, quiet, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's got, uh, yeah, dual poly four barrels, a turbo hydromatic three speed automatic, uh, four to nine inch rear, hmm. four eleven gear ratio. So it'll stand on its back legs mm-hmm. and go. Yep. So, but, uh, that's a recent one we just got in. And then did you see the Dodge D150? We kind of talked about this last week. Um, the truck that's right out yes. here outside. Yes, I've seen it. Is and that as a truck guy, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's like Jim Connor style racing truck. It's, yeah, it's got the flared fenders and a twin turbo 380. What? Well, that's an odd motor. Yeah, to- I'm going to turbocharge the 318. I don't. I, I don't really. It's really a show truck. I mean, yeah. this is not something you take to Wawa. No. Or, or what's the other one out here? Uh, Turkey Hill. Uh, Turkey Hill or Sheets? Sheets, right? Sheets. <laughs> You know, and when Sheets started back, <laughs> sorry, right. when Sheets started back about ten years ago, you would have said if you went to somebody with a business plan and said we're going to start a new chain of convenience <laughs> stores, people would say get out. We're not. What do you mean? We don't need any more convenience stores. And Sheets and Wawa have done an amazing job. I mean, those places are, mm-hmm. you know, restaurants almost. I mean, they literally have food, and people claim that they're great. Although I've never eaten. Oh, you ever lunch. go there at lunch? Yeah. Oh, it's a line out the door. I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's nice you don't really have to interact with anybody. You can plug in your order, which is very attractive to yeah. some people. Just sit there on your phone and not look well, at anybody. Just punch keep, it in. Keep your head down. Right, exactly. It's like that. It was like I was at Starbucks, and I saw some crazy guy there with no computer and no phone just sitting there drinking coffee. <laughs> what? What a weirdo. Unbelievable. <laughs> what on his computer or anything. So anyway, when we return, our special guest who's here in the studio with us, Jeff Bleemeister from the AACA Museum in Hershey. He's the executive director. We're going to talk to him about the museum and him and everything going on and uh, we'll be back in just a minute. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall Podcast. Auto, I can't even talk today. Auto Mall Podcast. We are here. We're hanging out. We're having fun. It's an odd time of the day for us. Right. It's in the middle of the day, which is confusing to me. I, I want a sweet roll. Where's my donut? My- <laughs> I know. Oops, I left my coffee on the other side of the table. <laughs> All right. You can go get it. I give you permission to abandon your post. What if something goes haywire while you're away from the... So anyway, uh, one thing I forgot before we bring our guest on is where did we sell cars last week? We sold uh, 21 cars. And I don't have two weeks to do this time, so thank goodness it's only uh, it's only one week's worth. We, but we sold 21 cars last week, which is pretty wow. cool. Where did you ask? Where, where did you sell them to? Well, thank you for asking that, Steve. Yep. How about Duarte, California, Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania, Shippensburg, Pennsylvania, Memphis, Tennessee, Lafayette, Indiana, Scarsdale, New York, Marlboro, New Jersey, Atlanta, Georgia, Warrington, Pennsylvania, Coguas, Puerto Rico, East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, Coral Gables, Florida, Brick, New Jersey, Mooresville, Pennsylvania, uh, Westchester, Pennsylvania, Vienna, Virginia, Boston Spa, New York, Linfield, Pennsylvania, Flemington, New Jersey, Casa Grande, Arizona, and Newport, Pennsylvania. See, that wasn't too bad. Not too bad. I was at the uh, Ambler Car Show representing uh, last nice. weekend, and a lot of people came out. Hey, I bought a car there. I sold a car there. A lot of lot of customers in this well, area. That's great. Yeah, we have a lot of customers in this part of the world, and a lot of friends in the business and the hobby. And you know, part of the success of of what we do here uh, happens to be because of my guest that we have here in the studio, uh, Mr. Jeff Lee Meister, who's the executive director of the AAC Museum in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Jeff, great to have you on. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. It's to be here in your beautiful studio watching people come into your facility. Yeah, this is, I love this vantage point. It couldn't be a better spot to have our studio located because, you know, I don't get to see this during the day. My office is back in the back of, you know, they, like it's like they purposely keep me away. You don't even have a window. <laughs> no, I don't have a window. I don't know what time it is, what day. If it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't know what time to eat lunch, and I wouldn't know when to go home because it's uh, it's very, very, very dark back there. But anyway, Jeff, uh, great to have you on. I've been, we're a sponsor of the museum. Uh, been there a number of times to uh, uh, private events and special events. How long have you been there? You've been there a few years. I'm on my second stint, actually. Wow! <laughs> I, I started in 2003 when they were opening the facility, and I had an hour and 45 minute commute oh. as the first curator for a little while before I moved to, to the Hershey area. So I, I spent nine years as curator. I left for a little while and ran a couple of museums for the Historical and Museum Commission for the state, and I came back. A little over five years ago, as executive director. Right, right, and uh, and and so in the five years that you've been there, I guess you've seen a few changes. Haven't well, the museum changed quite a bit while I was gone. Right. Car, car hobbies changed. A lot of changes have taken place, but the museum grew while I was while I was away. We added right. the Tucker Wing and the Tucker Collection. Right, and, right. Uh, now we're still growing that as well. So we have changes left and right all over the place. Is the Tucker Collection one of the most popular? Features that you have there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, there are other places that have tuckers, but there's no other place that has three tuckers, a movie tar- tucker <laughs> chassis, and a, and a test test chassis. Right. You have actually, five five tuckers, and a lot of tucker parts to go with it. As oh, well, absolutely. Too, the whole you know. row test the energy. You know, his his. Development of the engine, the Tucker engine sure. is one of Preston Tucker's big things. We have the whole evolution right. of the engine there. If you haven't seen the movie Tucker, you should see it. It's interesting, just from a from a perspective. I'm not sure how accurate it is in some respects, but it's certainly an interesting movie uh, about the you know the, the the car the the Tucker and also the you know the aftermath. Of- we actually did a program in that where we played the movie part of the movie and did it. We had historians from the Tucker Club there with us as part, as part of our organization. How cool we is that? Spent an hour and a half talking about what's right and what's wrong in the movie and what they right. 
Fascinating. Yeah. Well, you know, there's so many great car movies out there that you see, and and you know, we we had talked about originally doing like a drive-in movie type thing where you'd play all you know car movies because if you think of them, there's so many great car movies. I mean, one of the first movies that kind of got me into cars was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I was saying that last week, and uh, you know, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's, that's a, a flying car. car. Yeah, <laughs> flying car. What's wrong with that? So. But uh, you know what's interesting? I didn't even realize this when we were scheduled you here today. Today is International Museum Day. Fantastic. Happy to be celebrating with you. Yeah, I mean, what a great place to be. You have a museum of your own here. Yeah, we really do. I mean, that's the thing. People people say, oh, we want to come to your museum. And I say, now, I do want to caution you. Everything's for sales. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the Ark of the Covenant has actually got a price tag on it. So, uh, but, but, you know, it's, um, it it is like a museum here. But certainly we don't get the cool dioramas like you do. I mean, you guys spend some serious time and effort creating displays down there. Do you have a whole department that does that? How does that work? Oh, we have just a handful of us now. We contract some of it out, but that you know, we set it up back in 2003 when we opened. We're trying to evolve it and, and make it grow as times change. But yeah, you're right. We try and bring the cars to life so the place is appealing not just to gearheads but to their the whole family. Well, I mean, as we all know, we've all been to museums that were boring, and I don't care how cool things were in there, but it just it was row after row after cars and poorly lit and dusty or no backdrops or no no pizzazz to it at all um and so it's nice to see what you guys are doing down there and you change it regularly oh, all right? the time yeah. yeah every week something changes yeah <laughs> major shows every six months but there's something sure. changing there almost what, every week. what's currently what do you have current shows that are there right now we are we just ended our exhibit and we're opening an exhibit on orphan cars okay everything where the parent company is no longer in business yeah i was going to say if, if those of our listeners who don't know what the or an orphan car is it's the parent company no longer in business so that would conclude uh desotos and correct and, uh nashes and Pontiac. Pontiac. <laughs> I hate that Pontiac's gone. Oldsmobile. I agree. I'd yeah, love Oldsmobile Pontiac. too. Oldsmobile. Well I know. Yeah. So Those are recent orphans. Yeah, recent orphans. So uh, and then you've got a. Uh, uh, so you've got these these exhibits and then these interchangeable exhibits and then you have uh, the basement where you got buses and motorcycles and. Yes, I mentioned we have the Tuckers, which are really really the center of the Tucker universe in terms of what we have Tucker related. Mm-hmm. But we also one of the few places in the country that exhibits full size buses. Right. Museum of Bus Transportation. They merged with us two years ago. I think it was now, and they have a collection of about 40 buses, and we have about 12 to 15 right. on display, including one for Forrest Gump and one from Speed. Where were they before? Were they in Hershey? They were, they were with us, and they had right. a separate facility that became with us, but right. they had a long-term right. partnership with us for that space down below, and now they're part of us. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's a great building there. If you've never been, uh, it's in Hershey. Now, why why Hershey? I mean, I, it's a, a no-brainer now, but why Hershey in the beginning? When the well, the, the club gave birth to us, the ACA, Antique right. Automobile Club of America. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always been separate separate institutions. We've right. always been our own 501c3, but we partnered with them. They helped get us started. And, uh, and they were in Hershey. Yeah, yeah they, they were in Hershey. And it, of course, the fall meet in Hershey is, is one of the great wonders of the automotive world. You have to go to that if you never have it. something you see. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Now, is your all's business crazy busy during that time during the fall meet? Are you all crazy busy during that time? And it's funny because a lot of people want to spend their time over in the show field right. and, and the vendor's field. But I tell you, we're busy, of course, and we have sure. special events and some extended hours and so forth. But if it rains, oh, my gosh, if it rains, we could have 2,000 people in the door <laughs> oh today. Oh, my God. And you're not normally, don't normally going to have that many people on a normal day, right? right? We had a 
nice Fox Body Mustang event this past Saturday, and we right. had, had about extra 500 people for that. Sure, for that. sure. Now, do you do a lot of events? You got a nice parking lot. Oh yeah, we have yeah. plenty of space. We yeah. do our own events, and we do when we do public events. If you're a car club, want to have a show, we have very, very easy ways for you to, to host, host your event mm-hmm. at our place. We have all the facilities and amenities you might need. It's very reasonably priced. Sure. Yeah, and we're the same way. We do a lot right. of events here, and and we enjoy doing it. And it's great for you know for our guests uh, to enjoy not only all the cars outside but inside. I mean, a lot of times these are in parking lots at a you know warehouse or a or an office building, so there's not anything else to see uh, but the cars in the lot. And not everybody is a folding chair sit behind your right. car. I'll I was going to make that point. Yeah, some people don't want to spend two hours next to their car. Yeah, I can't do it. I just <laughs> I cannot sit there. I can sit there for about an hour and then I'm antsy. That's why I like the cars and coffees because you don't really have a set time. There's no judging. You right. just kind of go. It's informal. And, yeah, it's informal. We try to make the museum that way in our shows. Our cruise in is June 18th. Oh, great. It's free registration online if you go to, to our website, aacmuseum.org. It's a free event. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then this coming weekend, which actually would be today, since we're, this will be airing Saturday, is Radwood, which is that uh, 80s and 90s car show that's down in Philly that Haggerty just bought. Imagine. Yeah. Well, Haggerty, where are you? I need a check for Classic Automall. <laughs> Haggerty presents Someday. Classic Automall. So I keep saying that every time. And my Coca- Oh, darn it. I don't have my Coca-Cola can. So I've got Arby's now. So Arby's will take your money as well, too. So That's right. Uh, but, you know, it's funny. We've talked about this, and I know that you guys got to be addressing this. What do you do to attract the younger crowd to the AACA Museum? Oh, we try and make it as fun as possible. You know, we we, we try and we we're trying to we have an educational night actually coming up this week. Educational programs, just fun stuff. Keep it simple. Try and change the exhibits, and and uh, like I said, the families. We get the families in because we have the dioramas, we have interactive displays. Just open up a, the first ever I think exhibit ever done by a museum on the history and the evolution of the automobile headlight. Interesting. Trace it all the way back to candle power to the modern, you know, lasers, yeah. you know, these modern oh, things around fantastic. some of the high-end sedans. Yeah. We have the whole history, and it's interactive. You press a button, you get a little history on it, and you get to display the light. You know, it's so important. I mean, we've got to do our best to keep the younger crowd into the hobby. But we've also got to teach them the proper way. And we've talked about this a number of times on this show about having a, a kid's club where they would get a button or something. Yeah, I like, and, that. I, I like yeah, that idea a lot. Yeah, we, you and I talked about yeah. it. And uh, and to do it where it would work at any car-related event, museum, just display, whatever, anywhere you went, it would be valid and they would be recognized as that. So we're going to work on that. We're going to, Absolutely. Fi- we're going to figure that out. Take it in the door. <laughs> the young people ready to go. Listen, because, you know, they only know as much as they know. And, and, you know, if you go to like the Philly auto show, they have all these cars and they allow, they almost encourage people to crawl all over the cars. When we have our display there, we have to stanchion it off because right, people, they can't, they can't differentiate between. <laughs> the mindset can't change that quickly, right? <laughs> right. right. We, we did the Harrisburg show one time and, uh, we forgot, they forgot to give us stanchions and they opened the doors and we were like, oh my God. It was like trying to hoard, you know, the hordes were coming, you right. know. And we do have some cars you can sit in for photo ops and things. Absolutely. Just yeah. try and tell the people the difference and why. Well, and don't you do, I don't know, maybe I'm, dreaming this but don't you do some ride and drive type things oh my gosh yeah we usually have some riding riding events at most of our outdoor programs but we have a really good model t driving experience right you have to pay for that but you get to drive the model t and most people don't realize you as you well know how different that is in a standard (laughs) transmission car you know three pedals but they're all different pedals they don't work the same way one's a brake and one's a reverse forget what you know (laughs) yeah exactly you're like uh i don't know how to drive this and and you know model t's are they're tricky to start too if you don't really know what you're doing and model a's even to some degree can be a little bit tricky i mean 
mean, they've got the you know the spark and the and the fuel on yes. the uh, steering column, Straight and then they've got a, a choke, but the choke can also turn, so that changes the ridges. And then the carb's facing upside down, so there's always that. You know, the gravity doesn't work. So we had a we had a small incident one time a number of years ago, not here at Classic Automall. We've never had an incident here, but uh, where a downdraft carburetor caught on fire, and you know normally. On a car, when a carburetor catches on fire, the best thing you can do is floor the gas pedal and and crank it because it'll suck that fire back into the engine. And somebody who's kind of a novice, or even people that aren't novices, will say, well, but you're sucking fire into your engine. Well, engines create fire. <laughs> that's, that's what they do. Right. So, uh, but, uh, you know, you, you have to be so careful with stuff like that. You know, uh, we, we, we have those cars, and you probably have the same thing where cars sit for a long, oh, long absolutely, time. Yeah. And then... Man, so you got a staff who can help figure it out and get them going. We rely on volunteers mostly, <clears throat> right? We that's only true. have our, just a full staff, maybe ten, eleven people. Wow. But we have two hundred fifty volunteers that help us out. Like today, when I left, we have thirty people working on cars today. Well, can, doing different you, things inside the building in our garages. Yeah, send like fifteen up this way. <laughs> we can I, need some, I need some guys to help dust some cars. <laughs> just, yeah, they do everything from that to rebuilding engines on those Model Ts, so thank, they're ready to go. Thank God for California dusters. I'm oh yeah, yeah. man, oh man, I don't know what we would do without those. But uh, you know, it's nice to have the volunteers because. You know, we get that here even. A guy will just say, look, I just love to come hang out during the day, you know, and they love to be a part of it. I know that, uh, like the Revs Institute down in Naples, Florida, Miles Collier's place is they've got, I went in there one day and I bet you they had 50 guys in there that sure. were just showing people around, talking about the cars, um, giving people history, but allowing people to ask questions. Sure. It's so important. Uh, but when we come back, um, that's went so quick. <laughs> it's amazing how fast it goes. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk talk about uh well we don't know what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about because it's it's our show uh but when we return we'll t- be talking with Jeff Leemeister the executive director of the Antique Automobile Club of America Museum located in Hershey Pennsylvania since the 1960s JC Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars antique autos modified and custom vehicles our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades for more information or to receive a quote contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr that's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind jc taylor you're listening to america's web radio on the america's broadcast network.com thank you for listening you know you don't say <laughs> three two finger at stewart that's right. point that that's showbiz show business anyway welcome back to the show live from well lives relative but uh, live if you're standing out they're in hearing. Oh, they're they're not hearing us because we don't have a speaker on. Steve, see, I know you forgot that. Where is Ethan when we need? Yeah, him? I don't. I asked him which button it is. <laughs> he said the red button. <laughs> over equipped. <laughs> We're over equipped and under. I'm afraid to push this one. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that I just not, that was not it. <laughs> Something just went away. So anyway, we're uh, visiting with Jeff Bleemeister, the executive director of the Antique Automobile Club of America Museum in Hershey, Pennsylvania, in a beautiful setting down there. I mean, that is just a wonderful facility you guys have, and that beautiful lawn and. 
Man, you you got to pinch yourself every day when you go it's, into it's there. It's fun. I have a nice view out my window, too, so I feel oh, fortunate. Rub, yeah, <laughs> rub that in since I don't have a window. I knew he was going to work that in somewhere. We were talking about that. I, I do consider myself very lucky. we got to get Stuart like a crow's nest office. So you can <laughs> yeah. see outside, inside. Yeah, I need, a, need a turret so we can three A turret. A turret yes. yeah. With a spiral staircase yeah. that goes up to exactly. it. So I can go up there and I can you know become at one with my thoughts <laughs> or something like that. Like one of those fire uh, forest fire lookout towers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although I'm a little afraid of heights. So, oh, okay. you know, there you got that. So, but, uh, yeah, but air, heights in an airplane don't bother me. So whatever. Same, I don't same. know, but I can look right out the window and look at the ground and it doesn't bother we me. We may be kin because every, every time you say something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know, we might, we might be kinfolk, uh, because you know, I'm from East Tennessee. So <laughs> kinfolk is kinfolk. So, um, so we are talking to Jeff about the, uh, AACA museum and, uh, events and things like that. Now, do you allow private events there as well? Absolutely. Too? You know, well, you can have anything from a small corporate corporate session to uh, to your wedding and anything right. in between corporate you know big corporate events trainings trainings sure we also try to do things like you asked how we bring other people in some of our best events are things like autos and ales i don't know if you've been to our beer festival i like that. first friday in november no. yeah, we, <laughs> no. we try and stay away from that <laughs> right. first friday in november we've done it for 12 years now we mm. have about 40 40 to 45 craft breweries right live band and food and the demographic for that you know you get the world-class craft beer festival and a world-class transportation museum yeah. all for one price. How cool is that? And we get people coming from Maryland and, and up in New York and they stay overnight next door at the hotel. And oh, that's right. You have a hotel next that door? Doing driving problem yeah. doing that. yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's how we get younger people in. We're looking to do more of those kind of events as well. Well, you know, and I think events, as, as you and I both know, are, are you know, paramount to making our, you know, world better. And, uh, you know, it's, it's exposure to what you do. It's what you hope is everybody leaves and goes home and tells their friends about how right. wonderful your museum Right. How wonderful Classic Automall was, uh, so on and so forth. Um, so you know, it's it's like, it's like anything. Look, we we try everything to see if it works. Sometimes we know if it works, and sometimes we don't. You know, it's like marketing and advertising. But, exactly. But I know that we're a sponsor of of one of the. Uh, I'll get this wrong. Tell me what we're a sponsor of, Classic Automall. You, you, you come to a lot of our events, you have an advertising kiosk with us. Right, right? kiosk, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and, we, and we love that because people say, oh, we saw you, at, you know, we saw your name there or whatever. Right. And, and, and we get good traffic just like you do. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so we need to get something here for you guys, too. We yeah, keep talking about that. We will work on that. <laughs> I know. We keep saying that, and then we can, it's so far at the bottom. You know, your list just gets so long. <laughs> to-do like, list. Your honey-do honey list. Oh, my God. It just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. But, uh uh, you know, it's, I, I look at it this way is if I've got enough on my list to do, at least I still have a reason for it's being here. It's a sign of success, I think. Yes. <laughs> a reason for being here. But it'd be nice to check off a few more of the, uh, list. So, um, speaking of lists, bucket list items. Where's your bucket list items to go automotive that you haven't been? Oh, wow. Well, I believe it or not, I'd never been to Michigan until two weeks ago. My wife and I took a week's trip there. And really? I've never been to the Henry Ford. Is that an amazing place? Oh, the Henry Ford was great. The village and the museum. And mm-hmm. Of course, the, the Paquette plant where the first Fords rolled out, the yep. production Fords, that was fantastic. And the Gilmore. Yeah. The Gilmore's the a great clubs that have museums Absolutely. Out there. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, you so know. California for the automotive culture. Now that my, my daughter, as we talked about, my daughter's living near L.A., so. she got an extra bedroom, so you can uh, uh, well, <laughs> sleep on her couch or find a way to make yeah. it work yeah <laughs> yeah because you got the peterson out there but right. you've got a lot of great places out Absolutely. there i, I mean, experienced that you know and and you've got uh not only that but you've got the mullen which is uh you know far you know not right there in la but down towards i sure. think it's down towards san diego it's all french cars i'll make so. a week out of it yeah the, the streets alone in la i mean oh just walk just drive exactly. through beverly hills it's sure. just incredible well it's like going to pebble beach i mean mm-hmm. the parking lots are as good yeah. a show as as anywhere else and even to the, that extent amelia i mean amelia um um uh, 
Radnor. Right. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Some of the local shows are fantastic here. That's amazing, yeah. the cars that are around here. You know, we, we always talk about that. How many guys have collections and high-end supercars and stuff that you mm. hardly ever see? And uh, it is one of those things that uh, you don't always see them because you're not always out on the highway every day or seeing people running back and forth. And so you don't realize how many cars are around here. But uh, there's tons of them. And one of the more famous cars that's around here is at your place, Betty White's car. Oh, yeah. So. We have we have Betty White's sedan that was given to 77 Seville, given mm-hmm. to her by her husband, Alan Ludden. She owned right. that car in about 20 years. And didn't you get it right before she passed or right after she oh, passed? Oh, no, we've had it for a few years. It was it oh. was she, she was really big on pet charities. So she donated this car to a pet charity. And right. They auctioned it. A collector bought it. Right, that and then donated from it. Te- was from Texas, and he had it for years and gave it to us. The oh, museum, fantastic. We've had it for a few years, but it's drawn a lot of attention. Oh, I can only imagine. She was dynamite. We had a, we, you know, there were plans for that to go out to Jay Leno's for his, right. his program, and then of course she passed away. Right, right. Oh, that would have been great. So yeah, that's really, another one got to be on your bucket list. Yes, I have to do that as well. See Leno's co- collection. Uh, if you, do, I don't know if you can just go beat on the door, but <laughs> you can sure try. <laughs> I remember that we were staying in a hotel one night, and Stevie Nicks was supposedly staying on the balcony, so we were throwing rocks at her window, yelling for her, like what. Oh. We were like Great. 21 years old or something <laughs> like she's going to come out and hang with us. Although my sister-in-law or ex-sister-in-law, better say this correctly, uh, Pam Tillis, the singer, uh, was at uh, a party in, in Scottsdale and got invited to Stevie Nicks' house. And she called me and she goes, guess where I am? No and way. I'm like, where? And she goes, I'm sitting on Stevie Nicks' bed. And I'm like, wow. what? She goes, I can't call anybody and tell anybody else this because it's, you know, <laughs> bucket you, list. you can't, yeah, you can't just be bragging about something like that. You have to be careful not to act like, you know, well, you know, I was right. just hanging out mm-hmm. with so-and-so or whatever. Have you had some famous people at the uh, AACA museum before? Um, yeah, we, we've had a few. Jay, yeah. Jay Leno did stop by one time after the fall meet. Right. Fantastic. He, he, well, he, didn't he do a show in Lancaster that year or he, something? He, yeah, he's done that a couple of times. He, has, he knows he has an open invitation to come right. to our place anytime. So. <laughs> and, and ours too, Jay. So, you know, I know you're listening, and if you aren't, just come on to, you know. I think both of you could probably get into his collection with yeah. pulling, pulling enough strings. I would think we probably could yeah. if you made the right phone call and had the right. I mean, I know, I know some people that know him. Bill Smith, you probably remember yeah. Bill. He was our, one, our founder, really our founder. He passed away a couple of years ago. Exactly. Last year, I guess it was actually. He, He'd been there many times, and, and his wife had his cell phone to call Jay anytime yeah. she wanted. So. <laughs> and I'll show it to you, but I can't give you the number. So. Interesting. When Jay showed up unannounced, came through, bought a bunch of books out of our store, which was nice. Yeah. And then it was a Saturday, and there, we had a wedding going on. He crashed the wedding party, got his picture taken with the bridesmen and grooms, and, 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 uh, and he left. So, I love that. Yeah, he's a so, cool guy. He's a cool guy. <laughs> you know, that's, and yeah, you can tell he is just by watching his demeanor with people, mm-hmm. whether it's fans or whomever. And I love the panels that he sits on, uh, where, you know, it's a bunch of different car guys up there talking about various things. Now, do you all do seminars and things like that? Yeah, we do quite a bit of that stuff. Yeah. So we're trying to do more, you know, through, through vehicles like this, Zoom and, and podcasts and, mm-hmm. and in person when possible. Sure. You know, it's funny that, uh, that what we found with our podcast that we've been doing it now for, I don't know, how many weeks have we been doing? This, Steve, 30 something. Uh, three and a half years now. <laughs> That's a bad guesser of time. I think uh, since October 2021. It's like somebody asking, How far is that Corvette away? I'm bad at distance. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, Half a mile. It's just, it's half a mile. That's time. Time and distance are yep. somehow uh, foreign to me. I don't know why. So, uh, when we finish something, we generally try and put it on our website. Right. L- linked is probably linked to YouTube or something so people can view it. Sure. We still sure. want a couple weeks ago on the history of driving theaters. Oh, yeah. Pennsylvania cool. has a real strong culture for driving theaters and a lot of survivors mm-hmm. is one of the top three in the, in the country. In wow. And still open? Still open ones, yeah. There's, wow. there's quite a few still open. And and you listen to your AM or FM radio now? or Well, who even has an FM radio? Yeah, you know. can do that. Some of them are actually going to apps now on your cell phone. Yeah. So cool. I haven't been in a couple of years. I'm looking forward to going, going yeah, to one, hopefully, in a weekend or two. Well, you know, 
I mean, just like we were saying about car movies, there's so many great car movies that you could go see, especially it would be really cool to drive in, like, you know, the Smoking the Bandit or Cannonball Run or, you know, the more serious ones, Grand Prix and uh, Le Mans uh, with Steve McQueen, which are great movies. The dialogue is horrible and there's no, t- hardly <laughs> the any talking. <laughs> yeah, the action is worth it all. Yeah. There's a picture I just saw the other day. It's got Steve McQueen with a helmet on. This camera duct taped to that. his head, and you know it's awkward, and you it's can crazy, crazy, and, and so it's actually ducked. Like today, they probably build a brace or something. Sure, and, but it's just taped onto his helmet for a shot. And, if you watch any Formula One, if you've seen lately, they've had uh, the, this uh, camera inside, like uh, Charles Le- Charles Leclerc from mm. Ferrari, mm-hmm. where you can see his from his vantage wow. point. It's like eyeglasses that it's got the camera in, it, and you can see That's it. Crazy. It's it's really it's intense to see that uh, and to see that the the, the vehicle in motion and that's I, I love the fact that you guys at the museum are doing uh, driving things and things like that and same with uh, you know uh, Dr. Simeone where they do their thing sure. where they get the cars out because static display is cool but they are cars right you know we like to see them moving and you know they're like built for right but the problem that you have and I know you get this all the time in the museum hood up or hood down. You know. We generally keep them down or yeah. open them up for research requests or something. Sure. We have a you know a one day where hood open day or something like yeah. that, and one time a month or something. We right. very very mix you know mix it up. Well, because cars are designed to be seen with their hood down. Right. I mean, that's the you see the beautiful lines, you see everything. But a lot of people say, why don't you leave all your hoods open? Because they just don't look as cool. We'll come open them for you. Exactly. Uh, and when I say that, I mean we'll come open them for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we had a guy slamming doors the other day. Oh, people, you don't know, touch I've got, I've got one just like it. Well, no. okay, then go do your. <laughs> His was it's my buddy's car. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I'm going to call your buddy. Right now, what's your buddy's name? Uh, Bill. Bill, what's his name? Yeah, but uh, nice, Jeff, I want to yeah. ask him a question. I, forgive me if I'm confusing you with another museum. Did you have the taxi cab from It's a Wonderful Life at your museum for we, a period of time? Yes, we've had that uh, from a co- we've had a couple different times. I believe that's uh, in Allentown at the. Nicole Bulgari's NB Center. I think it is, too. I think that's where it is. I could be wrong, though. Now, that was a bucket list item for me that I got to fill about a month ago. I got to go to see the NB Center up there in Allentown and got the behind-the-scene tours with Keith. With Keith, yes. That's a great place. Keith is a great guy, He's got his own drive-in there. Do you want to do the drive-in event? We all partner together and bring... He said he watched, they watched the Super Bowl there. Uh, and they had this massive screen with these massive speakers. It is so cool. And he said, yeah, we had a Super Bowl party. I'm like, well, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> I'd like to go watch a Formula One race there. That would be fun. So that taxi, is that his, and that collection? I, I'm not yeah. 100% sure, but I think so. It, I think it was. Because I missed yeah. it at the museum and I was bummed because yeah. it's yeah. our favorite movie, of course. Well, you know what's interesting about the Nicola Bulgari places where they do that, uh, we talked about this on the show where Haggerty's doing that uh, uh, special interest vehicle thing and right. they, they are nominating cars and they have this photo booth that makes our photo. Oh, I've booth. seen that. It's a church table. It's all white. Massive. You can't even see where it comes and the, goes. It and the walls it's like an infinity wall. And yeah. it's clean because ours, you know, we don't, we can't put down, you know, uh, blankets every time we take a car in and out. We'd all day long be putting blankets down. That's all we'd be doing. But. We, have, we have a car that was inducted into that. The 1896 really? Chicago Motors Benton Harbor. It's the oldest documented competition race car in America. How cool is that? It's and built, for they, a, built for a race. They do amazing documentation on these mm-hmm. cars. I mean, they go to, I meant the, the guy who does all the research and homework on it. It's fantastic and fascinating, uh, all the things that they're able to find out and do and, and, and documenting for eternity. That's their plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's what we all should realize is that any of these cars, we're just steward, not steward, stewards of these cars. And, and we need to preserve them for, for the next generations to come because we hope that, 
there will always be some version of petroleum out there based. Uh, we certainly know. hope. Yeah, we sure hope so. I was, I'm reading John D. Rockefeller's biography and, you know, from 1850s, you know, talking about the petroleum and, and they didn't know what to do with the gasoline. It was like throwaway stuff. It's like, what do we do with all this gasoline? Mm. <laughs> they wanted the kerosene. So to, to burn. Now you were talking about the history of the headlights. We have some really interesting cars here that have like gas tanks that, you know, not gas tanks, but gas holding tanks. Right. And that, that will go to the headlights. And then, and then the, the lights on the cowl, uh, up near the windshield can sometimes be, and I don't know the term of it, what they use for like spelunking. You know, those carbide helmets that they have where you, you put have, a. You have to mix, mix the formula, put them in the tank. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, really, really interesting that. And then some of the huge headlights, like from the Duesenbergs and stuff, are crazy. Like They're garbage really cans. Yes. You know, it's amazing. But those and, uh, uh, the, uh, pistons on a big Duesenberg, you know, or a 12 cylinder Packard or a 16 cylinder Cadillac and with a one barrel carb. Right. I love that. You needed a big engine to make, make horsepower back yeah, then. Yeah, exactly. High we were, compression and high acting gas. We were talking to Steve Mignante, uh, from, uh, who does the Barrett Jackson auctions on television, uh, through Motor Trend. And, uh, they had talked about it. The 67 through 70 Cadillac Eldorado was going to be a V12 or a V16 at one time. They had really seriously considered and had prototypes of it and never, you know, never panned out for anything for whatever reason. Uh, but, uh, probably wasn't very practical. <laughs> a lot of engine. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of engine. And, but you know, those, those Eldorados were so oh, yeah. long. So, but anyway, um, well, Jeff, it was a pleasure having you here today. And, uh, we really love visiting with you. And we want to encourage everybody to go see the AACA Museum down in Hershey. And your website is? Well, we, we bill ourselves as America's Transportation Experience because we have a little bit of something for, for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. Right. And just visit us at, at aacamuseum.org to get our calendar of events and uh, find out. Programs. Or buy a car from Classic Automall and exactly. we'll give you a, a one-year membership. That's right. That's so, one of the benefits. We're happy to partner with you. For yeah, that. we're excited about that. And uh, we partner with you and the AACA Club. So you get a double benefit of it uh, with uh, from your your friends here at Classic Automall. <laughs> I sound like I'm really, I need to, I need to shut up sometimes. But anyway, uh, Jeff, so, so, such a pleasure to have you on. And, uh, anytime you got anything special going on down there, let us know and we'll certainly mention it to our listeners and, uh, and, uh, we'll, uh, keep talking about all these plans that we keep talking about. And one of these days we'll make it all happen. So. Sounds great. Thanks again for the invite. Happy to be here. Anytime. We'll be back in just a minute and to wrap up our show. Since the 1960s. J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind jc taylor you're listening to america's web radio on the america's broadcast network.com thank you for listening and we're back with the classic auto mall podcast jeff was a great guest and boy the time just goes so fast doesn't it? It's it does it just flies by <laughs> that's the number one comment you get after you do an interview some mm-hmm. people go, what it's over yeah it's over i got more to talk about <laughs> well and that's why um you know joe rogan does three hours mm-hmm. sometimes or four hours i don't know if i could do that long that's a little marathon ish freewheeling i i would need more coca-cola yeah are you listening coca-cola <laughs> <laughs> well we talked excuse me we talked about bucket list 
You have any on your bucket list car things? What's on your bucket list still? Uh, Amelia is actually on my bucket list. Yeah. Yeah, or Pebble Beach and or Pebble Beach. I haven't been to either one of those. Uh, a Ren Fest would be awesome. Yeah, they've got one coming up yep. uh, in 23. Is it next yeah, year? It's, yeah, next year. Yeah. And uh, I'd love to get to a Radwood. Uh, yeah, which we could do Saturday. <laughs> we could we could do a live remote from, from we Radwood. We could, but, but we're not ready. <laughs> we're not ready. We'll arrange that next year. But yes, uh, that's. Please. I think it's going to be a big event, and hopefully the weather will cooperate yeah we hope so um so my bucket list is uh f1 race in monaco which may or may not happen they're talking about monaco going away from the f1 oh calendar. really yeah which is terrible i would hate that because it's such tradition it'd be like indianapolis going away right I mean, no it wouldn't be exactly the same but it would be uh pike's peak mm-hmm. i would love to go there i've never been there That's and i'd love one. to go see that yep uh the woodward dream cruise actually because that looks like a lot of fun and the grand national roadster show okay I'd love to see that goodwood uh-huh. Over in England would be an amazing. I'm not a traveler, but that's that's a good one. <laughs> You'd have to be a traveler. To You'd have to get on a plane <laughs> <laughs> or a junket, yeah, <laughs> or a stowaway in a cabin or something. You do, but uh, and uh, I want to drive the autobahn uh, and I want to drive the Nurburgring. Okay. Uh, now the bucket list items that I have done. Mm-hmm. One of them, Bristol International Dragway, not not the not the NASCAR track. The Thunder Valley. The dragway. The drag you mean just strip. going as a spectator or yeah, driving? It's good. No, just going as a spectator. It's so cool. Yeah. It's, it, so I've done that. I've done the 24 Hours of Daytona. I've done I've been there. Orange County International Raceway back in the day when mm-hmm. it was a drag strip. Um, Riverside I did before it closed. Um, F1 race at Long Beach. Wow. Saw that in that, 81. That's a good one. And F1 race at Indy. Mm. And the Indy 500, and of course Amelia, as you said, I've yep. been there a couple of times. So. Nice, nice. I'll give you my tickets this year. <laughs> Maybe not. I'd like going. It just it. conflicts, or it's a it, whole it, to do. Plus, you got to get a room. And all yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> and you, you getting a room down there is uh, challenge. Yeah, it's not not cheap. If you want to stay cheap, you got to stay in Georgia somewhere. A certain collector is looking at homes down there, so we'll see what happens. Well, it's a friend, a certain friend of mine. Uh-huh. So <laughs> might have an extra spot for you. <laughs> Me and Lovey. We'll see. I wouldn't mind one of. Those, uh, you know that uh, racetrack out in New Jersey? Uh-huh. I just met somebody who has two suites. The suites are right on the track. Exactly. And they have garages, and that sounds like a lot. That would be a bucket list thing. That's so I, did I tell you, I, I don't, when I was in Tennessee, I went. my buddies are building a track in between Knoxville and Nashville. Uh, Flat Rock uh, mm-hmm. is the name of it, and it's a six-mile road course. That can be configured in a mm-hmm. bunch of different ways, um, so they wouldn't run a six mile race, but uh, it can be f- configured in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And uh, it's planning on opening this fall, and it'll have the suites with the garages and the balconies yes. and the loft. And I love the, that. Yeah, that's so cool. And you could just have your whatever your cool car is right there at the track. It's like leaving your golf clubs at the at the pro shop. Except, exactly right. Except it's a car. That's, <laughs> Not just it's the a, ultimate convenience if you're in, yeah. if you have a race car, or you just yeah. love watching racing because you you know who has time to you know to not do that you can't be just dragging that stuff around everywhere right? <laughs> I know. so um did you you know we were talking about the thing in in california about the uh, noise pollution mm-hmm. thing that they're going to test this this program on which we're kind of a little skeptical or leery of i don't know we'll see i mean i guess if you well i can tell you this i live where i live in morgantown pennsylvania there is the turnpike ends uh about 500 yards from our house mm-hmm. on the other side of the woods on 176 and the trucks coming down it with their jake brakes on yes. is annoying to say the least yes. and maybe to say the worst is way more than that sure. and it's just it's so loud and i get it so you know a guy coming by your house at three o'clock in the morning on a harley mm-hmm. I, I, 
kind of see that. I'm sounding old. When I, when <laughs> yeah. Those, you know, it's one of those things that uh, we just keep finding things to regulate, to clamp down on, <laughs> to clamp down. Well, on. California does especially, and New York's sure. pretty bad that way too. But uh, they but, always, but I'm regulate. I'm wondering in California when they have all these brownouts and blackouts, mm-hmm. what are they going to do when they've got a uh, a hundred thousand more electric cars out there, or yeah. two hundred thousand, or a That's million a other That's electric question. cars. I mean, mm-hmm. they can't handle their power now. You have to like voluntarily cut back or involuntarily. And then I just read a Nevada law mm-hmm. that uh, you know people get uh, classic tags to uh, avoid getting inspections. I don't. I say that to avoid. Mm-hmm. You get it because you don't have to go through the hassle of getting inspected and done. Because but, you don't put that many miles on your car, generally. And, yeah, and they say, well, it's you know the smog emissions aren't as as prevalent with these older cars because, like you said, they're not daily drivers. You're not driving right. them every day. But but uh, uh, Nevada is thinking about changing that law, or they already did, uh, where you have to get them inspected. And if it doesn't pass. You you got to spend the money to get it uh, in compliance, or you can't drive it. I'm trying, is that I'm trying to stay? I'm trying to stay <laughs> politically, politically correct. correct. See, the problem is with Nevada, right? Is that Californians move to Nevada <laughs> and, and they, they vote for the same stuff and they, they want it. That's right. Yeah, it so. becomes so. Arizona, Nevada, Oregon, Washington have become basically mini Californians and uh, native Nevadans, and I know so, many of them are sure. not, not happy about that. Sure, I, I hear. Well, I mean, people from California and New York are moving to a lot of southern states, yep. and you know, what was the thing we saw? If you move here. It can't be there. If you move here, we're not going to change to there. There is what you were leaving. Here is what you were coming to. So don't make here there, and don't make there here. Uh, and and but over time, though, I think that's it's hard to avoid that, especially when you're talking about you know regulation and voting and all that kind of thing. But yeah, there's a lot of people, and I think Pennsylvania is one of the great states in the Northeast because sure. still, I mean, as far as car laws and gun mm-hmm. laws and all that kind of thing, I don't want to get political, but yeah, it's still. Okay to live here, right. whereas New York, New Jersey, Ohio, just well, and the car thing with us is because the culture here is so thick with yeah. classic cars, mm-hmm. and or I, the classic cars is I shouldn't say that it's all types of cars around here. It's drag cars, it's classic cars, it's it's uh, supercars, dirt track, dirt track. Yeah. It's and we like it all. Yep. You know, there's not I'm not I watch NASCAR as much as I watch Formula One. I mm-hmm. say that a lot, and uh, I, I equally enjoy them for you know their entertainment value, and I love racing, and uh, I love being at Road Atlanta a couple of weeks ago go with my buddy who we're sponsoring we talked about earlier in the show and uh road atlanta is a great track Mm -hmm. uh fun to watch and and a lot of great vantage points that you get and uh, i do want to go do the thing over in uh, jersey i can't what is the name of that track i can't remember the sports yeah sports park new jersey motorsports park yeah new jersey motorsports park yeah that would be fun that would be fun. Oh, yeah. No, you can take your own car out yeah, there. Yeah, or you can rent a supercar mm-hmm. for the day so you can get like a Ferrari. I know or, people there. I'll, I'll hook you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know people. I'll trade you Amelia for – Oh, yeah. Uh, that, you know, we'll trade some kind of ticket trade for yeah. that. So, but uh, but anyway, uh, and, our, and next uh, show we're, we're having, we'll have our buddy Harry Dinwiddie on. Uh, he's coming into town – Tomorrow, nice. Thursday, or Friday, I mean, and uh, we'll do we'll record a show on Saturday to air the following Saturday yes. uh, with him, which will be Memorial Day weekend. Won't it? Is I it? Think. I, 28th? I think, I think that will be. So you got big plans for Memorial Day? <laughs> no, I was planning on being here recording a show. <laughs> there you go. That, good answer. <laughs> and we'll talk some more about uh, some of the other cars that we got in. Boy, we're selling cars like sure. crazy. This week we've sold in three days of this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're at, uh, what did I say? We were at 14 uh, sold? No, you said t- nine, six, 15, 18 cars wow. sold. 
in three days, and maybe more. They're probably selling them now. My phone's blowing up right yeah, now. Yeah, they're <laughs> busy crew, and uh, yeah. I'm sitting in on the crew today and watching and listening, yeah. and uh, there's a lot of activity here at Classic Automotive. Steve is going to be one of our newest car specialists, uh, going to help us uh, from time to time with yeah. some car things, and uh, in addition to his many hats that he wears and other things that he does in the world, and not that's, to mention that's here. That's right. I love, I love representing in sort of the Philly suburbs, and this, I mean, this is not part of I mean, maybe it is. I, I, I'm, I'm now able – I can go to people's houses and, and help them sure. either fill out the paperwork or give them some kind of advice on their car. Yeah. And that's like a personal service that you can't do across the country, no. obviously. But And you can't do – really, my guys have a hard time getting away from here. I mean, this, right. there's too many phone calls, too many mm-hmm. emails to answer. Uh, I know that uh, one of our sons is one of our is a car specialist yep. for us, and he went with us to the wedding last weekend, and he came back, and he's been buried, <laughs> Indeed, and, yeah, buried for a couple – and as, as well as me, too. I mean, you know, we try to do our work out on the – when mm-hmm. we're away, but you know, life and family and all that, yeah. and it is a vacation. You are supposed to, you know, break shut away, it, break away, <laughs> shut it down a yeah. little bit. So, but you know, it is what it is. And upcoming guests, we just confirmed. Uh, we were talking earlier. Um, my ex sister in law, Mel Tillis's daughter, Pam Tillis, wow. is going to be on our show July sixteenth. In person? Well, uh, in person on the 16th and okay. on air the 23rd-ish right. or whatever mm-hmm. it would be. So, uh, and, you know, we'll figure out a way to talk about cars with her. And, you know, we've got some fun stories. I bet you Mel do. and cars and her yeah. and cars Neat. and, you know, family and cars and all kinds of interesting things that we'll talk about. But um, she's going to be on the show and uh, and maybe another little special guest we might have there. And upcoming shows here mm-hmm. uh, at Classic Auto Mall include the – um, uh, Model A Rest- Restorers Club, um, and they are going to be here. Let me get the date of that. And apparently, they filled the hotel. Is yes, that right? they have. Wow. They have filled sold it out and filled it, and then some. And uh, they are going to be here as I thumb through all my papers, um, June fifth through the eleventh. Mm-hmm. So they're here almost six days. Now the uh, the first day will be people showing up and getting set up, and the last day will people be tearing down. But mm-hmm. there'll be a good four days of a ton of model a's right here uh at one one place and in addition to the ones that are for sale inside our facility uh and it's hosted by the north penn model a ford club obviously which is uh close to here but uh you know it's and it's comprised of local regions just like any of the other clubs and uh, they're coming from all over the country and bringing their Mm -hmm. model a's and model a's are still relevant Mm -hmm. we talk about this often that that the model a still sells uh still has interest people like it because it's a you know it's it's if you look up antique car it better be a picture of a model a right that should be what's iconic it really is yeah it really is and and they're easier to drive as we discussed earlier than the model t Mm -hmm. like jeff was saying about teaching people to drive the model t it's tricky i mean Mm -hmm. it is i don't care how good you know you know i'm one of those guys that says you know if the pilot in the 747 fell out of his chair and died i could go in there and take over and land it right no you couldn't (laughs) no way you could i'm not sure i can drive a model t half the time half the time i get in i can't remember or what it is it's like playing craps over at the the uh, casino, which we haven't talked about in a while, uh, or today. Um, I never remember the rules. I have and, to refresh myself every yeah, time I play. Every so. one of these cars is different. When we were moving cars to, at the Philly Auto Show, it was yeah. like, oh, wait, where was the ignition? Mm-hmm. And the, where's the shifter? Well, one of the things we've asked our consignment consignors uh, to do is to give us a starting instruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a battery disconnect? Is there a funky little switch up under the dash that you forgot to tell us about? Right. <laughs> Hey, the one the one that I really get you is, did you bring us the little lug nut to work uh, on the wheel lock? Wow. Because if you don't and you don't have that, then that's a whole thing. you got to get the, the lug nut. Yes, because uh, 
Wisdom says you shouldn't keep it in the car. Right. <laughs> but if you're selling your car, you should probably keep it. Uh, yeah. So if you bring your car to Classic Auto Mall and you have a locking wheel lug nut, don't forget to bring that. And make sure you are, you know, it's in a baggie and you say, yeah. hey, this is this is what this is for. Because uh, otherwise, we'll be here or the guy will be on the side of the road one day and then he'll realize he doesn't have the <laughs> lug removal tool. And that can't be fun at 2 o'clock in the morning on a rainy night in Georgia. That's right. Rain, rain night in Georgia. <laughs> rainy night in Georgia. See, I, I love to just right, mix Back in. to music. Back to music, no matter how it is. And then also coming up, uh, July 14th through the 16th, the Camaro Nationals. And uh, they uh, have sold out the hotel as well, and uh, which is our 188-room Holiday Inn, which is connected with walkthrough mm-hmm. access to Classic Auto Mall. They've sold that out, and they are they're committed to the next three years being here. Oh, that's so, awesome. So we got to stay in business whether we want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> or at least have the lot. Yeah, open. I was going to close next year, but uh, no. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time at the Classic Auto Mall podcast in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. See ya. We appreciate your listening to our show today. And don't forget, when you're in southeastern Pennsylvania, come visit us in person. We're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wednesday is our late day, and we're here from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays, we're open from 9 a.m. to noon, and we are closed on Sundays. You can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomall.com. To reach the show, email us at podcast at classicautomall.com. The Classic Automall Podcast is produced by Car Smarts Media. Theme song by the Pat Travers Band. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.